pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello everyone, welcome back to High Rollers, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast in the world of Erois. Run by Dungeon Master Mark Sherlock Humes with me, Tom, playing Keelak Adkalar, the bard slash cleric. I am Chris Trott, I am playing Lucius Viren Elowin Elinastio, and I am a High Elf Sorcerer. Hi, I'm Rhiannon, I'm playing Sentry, I am a Guardian Paladin. Hi, I'm Katie, I'm playing Ayla, a Wild Elf Barbarian. And I'm Kim, I'm playing Nova, who is an Air Ganassi, and she is a Hexblade Warlock. Thanks to our regular sponsor D&D Beyond, the official Dungeons & Dragons toolset. Create your free account and speed up your campaigns today. You can check them out with the links in the episode description. Anyway, on to the episode. We've done something very wrong. Let's hope the Sky Prince understands. Gale Crown, the royal palace and the seat of power in the sky city of Gusthaven. Here, you met with Sky Prince Aridan and his advisor, the royal stave, Elois. There are discussions, new clues and leads related to Lucius's falsified death, and in turn, clues to his family's murder. A scryer is missing in the chains, a shanty town hanging from the bottom of the flying city. However, the party also has their own clues to follow. Quill's vision granted by the Eye of the Storm, they decided to investigate the palace library to see if it matched the one that he saw in his vision. Elois accompanies them, taking them to see the library, in which Quill finds oh. a secret door. Intrigued, the party investigates, <laughs> with Elois clearing the library to give them privacy. They encounter wards and protections of abjuration magic, and the presence of a golem-like creature. Lucius leaps across the wards and discovers papers, some torn and discarded, that reference the Wind Barons and their actions, but f one final letter could not be clearer. How did you let this happen? First you failed to kill him after you found out he was alive, then you failed to kill him again in the tower. He's a pathetic milksop daddy's boy and a bunch of lowland Ooh. mercenaries. How did this happen? He's pissed away a good chunk of my money on an airship, a bloody airship, and sold his estate to those second-class Viranors. You need to do something, Elois. I know you don't like leaving paper trails, but not all of us have access to sending spells, damn it, and one of us needs to hold you accountable. The battle is intense. Elois is a powerful spellcaster, and his guardian golem leaps to his defense. Smeek, your goblin companion, lies dead, frozen solid by magic. Then burned. <laughs> With quick thinking. No, he died in the frozen magic, actually, we yeah. found out. Retcon. And then he was burned. 
With quick thinking, he is overcome, but the party and sentry attempt to knock him unconscious, but a reckless blow from Ayla's howling tempest causes him harm and leaves him bleeding out as his golem desperately races for the exit, only to be brought down. When the party reaches him, Eloise has died, and the party are left in the cold stone corridor and secret passage alone. Couple of things. Last time, a lot of mistakes were made. Yes, there were a few. <laughs> there were a few. We've looked at it, we've rec- rectified them, we've gone over it uh, as, as a team in terms of what, what we did wrong. I did stuff wrong, Tom did some stuff wrong. What? We really <laughs> called out. I, also, I called myself out. A lot of people, ooh, that's not how you play a barbarian. I literally had a character sheet thrown at me like two also, minutes before the start of the episode. Also, there is no way to play a barbarian. Don't yeah. ever criticize that. Are you that. playing me? So, oh, yeah. yes. Because uh, oh, I had too much to deal with. So the, what I wanted to point out, though, is Smeek died. Smeek died. What I wanted to point <laughs> what out. A coincidence. The reason I bring all this up is oh, two things. One, please don't be rude or spam in chat about rule stuff. Mainly because we don't actively check it. We're not going to see it. We don't. See yeah. it. So you're just winding the other chatters up. So don't do that. Uh, it's far better to just send me a little tweet or post on Reddit and just say, hey Mark, some of the things that you might want to check next time, just let me know in that way. Um, we will revise stuff. We're not going to retcon anything. Um, one thing that people brought up is that Eloise should not have been making death saves because Sentry quite rightly knocked him unconscious. However, uh, when Ayla, Ayla used Ayla. the Howling Tempest, uh, it dealt damage to him, which would have started his death saves again. Um, he failed one. He had one automatically done by the lightning bolt. Then we actually played out a turn off stream. Me and Tom ran through like what would have happened. Mm-hmm. I made the death saving throw because nobody got to him in time. It was a two. He failed again, so he definitely died. Yeah. Just wanted to clarify those things up. I know that's not interesting to a lot of people, but for some people who were unclear. Yeah, but ultimately, we had fun. super fun fight. Exactly. Yeah. I that, really enjoyed it. And that's so, the yeah. thing is, if we're having fun, it's though. okay. We'll look at it and revise it for next time. That's the main yeah, thing. Yeah, if we it. ever forget things, it's probably because yeah, it's just so like in the heat of the moment. Yeah. We're we don't having need to just fun. I just wanted yeah. to just make a little point about please don't spam it in chat because we don't check it. And then also we will revise it afterwards. And this is what we did wrong for you guys to learn. I need to keep an eye on concentration a lot more as well. Yes, yeah. And I need to remember how reactions work. Uh, In good news, experience points. (gasps) Oh, yeah. So... For the fight against Eloise and the Shield Guardian, you earn uh, a sum. I'm not going to tell you individually, I'm just going to add it all up. But you basically got XP for the fight against Eloise. You got XP for defeating his wards, as well as discovering the secret room. Um, You also got a big chunk of XP for figuring out that Eloise was involved in the Wind Baron's plot and everything else. For a total of 4,800 XP each. I'm going to wait for Kim to add it and then find out what the total should be. (laughs) 20,920. 20,920. 4,800. Oh, 4,800. Yeah. So we're like... 20,920. That's what you should be on. If that's what Kim and everyone else is on, that's what you should be on. That was done quickly and simply with D&D Beyond. Beyond. We're about 2,000 away from level 7. That's not far. Yeah, that was a a huge chunk. That was a big chunk. Big chunk. That was a a very tough encounter with a little bit of under-preparation on their side and then also some very clever player tactics on your side that kind of balanced it out so that you didn't get completely Yeah, we did go there way too early. (laughs) Well, I mean, there is no such thing as early. It's just that you just happened to stumble upon, like, something which was meant to be hidden. I think it was... It was was me saying in our group chat, did anyone else clock later on that he was called Elois Ironstaff? Yeah. (laughs) I literally have it written in my notes. He may as well have been called Elois Bad Guy. I'm the bad man. (laughs) No, my favourite one was the... My favourite one was the... 
What kind of magic do you specialize in, Eloise? Abjur abjuration. Ah, <laughs> oh, excellent. Late, five minutes later in the secret abjuration. corridor. These abjuration. traps are all abjuration. <laughs> Isn't that strange, yeah. Ellis? Yes. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. very strange. So weird. I can't help you with that as well. I can't help you. It was, it was all, all because he persuaded me off a zone of truth. Yeah. Uh, and we're all naive idiots. And we're all naive idiots. <laughs> but uh, reset the Brookstone counter. Yep, we're back to zero. Yep, days since last Brookstoning. Yeah, zero. So <laughs> I did. I liked him as well. well. Well, turns out he's a twat. Yeah. And turns out said, anyone that we like will just be like exactly. No, everyone you like, twat. No, as long as he doesn't. Wait, does, he friends. just doesn't like milk. Sneak was our only friend. Just, he was the only one who didn't Brookstone us. I've been yeah. known him my whole life. Now <laughs> yeah. he's yeah. smushed. This is fine. Well, you are currently all stomped in a in a lit corridor. The light is faded and dim, a slight pulsing from arcane runes. The body of Elois, this elderly high elven mage, it lies on the ground, kind of crumpled next to a mechanical golem-like creature. There are There is the large round library room that had several papers upon the table. There are also several books along the shelves. So far, none of you have really had a thorough search, but there is a dead body. The secret door that led back into the library is closed. Um, you know that Elois had cleared out the library of any, you know, palace staff before you came in here. You are alone with this dead body. Um, next to both of them is the dead body of Smeek. Oh, we have to get him through the palace. We might have made a big mistake here. Um... How are we going to explain this to anybody? All of these letters? I mean, all the letters, only one has a name. And even then, does it... Does it they trusted him. He was like the grand state master man, him. right? I've known him my whole life. Can't they cast Zone of Truth yeah. on us? Can they not make us tell the truth and stuff? People have done that to us. Yeah. I can. Well, yes, yeah. I'm sure they have Well, people. they're not going to trust it if you do it. You could be like, I, oh, I cast it! <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, not everyone that we're going to see in the next five, ten minutes as we get this dead body and sneak to wherever we need to go is going to know the spell zone of truth. They're going to immediately see Elois is dead and we're carrying that body. There's no one in the library at the moment. We could just, could we just cordon the area off and bring the people to us rather Crime than scene. carry a body. We don't need to carry a body. Crime scene. We yes. close the door. The door is already closed. The secret door is currently closed. We keep the door closed. We should bring the Sky Prince here. If he's not busy, yes. Even if he's busy, just interrupt him. It'll but be fine, right? No looting, no reading huh? books, what? no going anywhere. This is as pristine as we left it. Can, I, can I just do one thing? It really depends. I just want to, can I go over to Sneak and just very carefully remove the, the translator earring? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Okay. Yeah, it's it, you actually have to break off part of his frozen solid ear. Oh. Like it has to like you try and pull it off, it and his ear just snaps. His yeah, no. So he, um, <laughs> I forgot. Obviously, massive damage. Shmeek only had seven hit points. He took something like forty points of cold damage. <laughs> so, yeah. He was frozen oh. solid, and the 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 fireball spell wouldn't like. He was like he's like an ice statue. He's like brittle, and Nova just snaps the ear off. Oh. Pulls the ear. Oh, I did not expect that to happen. Ayla, I'm really sorry. Well, I don't care. Um, I mean, oh, sure. Oh, the, the, honestly, honestly, he lasted longer than I thought he would, so. I just shake the ear a bit. Like, oh, don't shake it, don't shake it. Just 
I'm sorry, Sentry. I'm sorry. Uh, I didn't think his ear would come off. That's fine. Uh, Little Buddy did good. Little Buddy did good. It's, it's, he's, he's good. He's happy. He wanted to die this whole time anyway. So he I'm died. This. Yeah, but I mean... Well, Ayla, Ayla, can't be choosers. Ailey, why don't you zap him now? Like, just... I don't know. So while they do this, <laughs> Lucius... Lu- Lucius, you are watching them play with the body of Smeek. We're not playing! Nova and Ayla are like right. pulling bits off Smeek and zapping him with lightning bolts. I'm gonna... I'm you just again. see... Oh my god. Is like dead body, the papers... I think Nova picked I up the papers. I collected a bunch, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna... I'm not gonna touch the body. No, but you were zapping it. I'll give him one zap and be like, there you go, you happy? Can we please be what? serious? I'm deathly serious. He he wanted he he wanted he liked lightning. So, I think know. this is more about Eloise and Smeek at this point. Oh, I'm not going near that one. I just I'm all for japes and frolics. However, we are in a serious situation here, and yep. this man I knew my whole life as a good friend, an honourable, wise person that everybody looked up to, and that's all been destroyed, as is everything else in Gusthaven. So, could we please have an ounce of respect? I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Lucius. I wasn't trying to be stupid. I understand. Can we go? Is that what... Where are we going? We leave this place and find someone that can come to this crime scene. Do you think maybe some of us should stay here just to stop other people, like... We can do, but it's a hidden or... place. But I think it's for I mean, the library as a whole. Oh, the library. We may as well see if we can stop people coming back into the library. We don't want people coming here before us and taking things or changing things or touching If someone things. wants to stay here, I will go find the Sky Prince. I can stay. I think I'll stay as well. I just, yeah, I, I might read some of these things. You want me to stay too? Uh, I think It might be good anything, to send some muscle with Lucius. You might be good to go with Lucius. Yeah. Uh, okay. Your protector of I royalty. feel like if words are involved, please send her and not me because... <laughs> Gonna say something dumb. Okay. Already have clearly, but also it's your I'll job to protect royalty. Like, I feel like the Sky Prince would at least appreciate that. You're a for... calm influence. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. So Lucius and Sentry are gonna go try and find Sky Prince Aradan, whilst Ayla, Quill, and Nova remain in the room. Yeah. Okay. Just so I know. Okay. Uh. Lucius and Sentry, do you have do you have a plan of where you want to go, or are you just gonna leave the library and just find somebody and be like, "Where's this prince? Where's the prince? Where is he? Right now? What's the plan?" I think we'll go to the palace. Yeah, you're in the palace. The library is in the palace. Well, then we'll start asking around. Okay, so you just go and find like a guard or somebody and be like, "Blah blah blah." We need to speak to the prince immediately. Okay. Um, Yeah, you you slide open the secret door, pulling it inwards, you peek out, nobody's around in the main outside library, the public library of the palace itself. Um, you make your way down to the main steps, um, and when you open it, there are there is a guard outside, uh, like just a, a palace guard, um, one of the high elf guards of, of Gale Crown, where's the, the library of the Sky Prince, and he's just like, ah, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Royal State of Elois asked us just to keep an eye on the, the door, make sure that nobody came in. Is everything all right? No. Oh. Do you need help with something, sir? Yes, we need to speak with the Sky Prince, if, if at all possible. Uh, right. Um, and he looks for a moment, he, he, he kind of thinks, he's like, well, uh, it's... Uh, see, he had his forum this morning. Um, he's most likely up in his offices, I imagine, uh, dealing with paperwork and the like. Um, I can't really leave my 
post here, though, sir, unfortunately. I, and can I'm you give me permission to go to his offices? Um, sir, you're a part of the nobility, of course. You're Thank you. Uh, very kind. Around. Yes. Let's just go sentry. And you just make your way up. Okay. Um, the Gale Crown is a very large palace, and navigating it will take some time just because you'll often be stopped, like, oh, can we help you? Where are you going? And once they know it's you, like, you, are, you do look differently, but they also notice a guardian accompanying you, and it doesn't take long before the eyes kind of sit in and people go, oh, Lord Elanasto, yes, of course, where would okay. you like to go? We'll, we'll guide so you. show them that. Thing. Your part. It, it just it, it slows you down yeah. because there's multiple checkpoints you have to go through. So it maybe takes you Take like off five, ten minutes. Yeah, you have to do the security check. <laughs> uh, well, no, you're fine because you're <laughs> noble. You've got TSA pre-check. But sentry, they're like, it's like down every time. It's the big old scanner. Put her in a tray. Yeah, but the act has to go in a separate tray. Yeah. But the idea is that it will take you about five, ten minutes to reach the Sky Prince's offices, and then you'll you'll when you do arrive. Uh, you are basically motioned to an array of uh, like long settees and chairs where you can see other people are waiting to speak with him. It's there is a queue to speak with the Sky Prince. Um, so the the secretary there, kind of a young high elf boy, is just like, "Ah, oh, Lord Elanaster, yes. Um, I'm afraid that there are a few people that wish to see, speak to the Sky Prince." Um, I don't mean to be rude, or that these people's matters are inconsequential, but I fear that there is something that requires urgent attention. Well, I mean, I can, if you tell me what it is, I can, I can tell the Sky Prince and then he can determine. It's to do with Elois, and it's severely bad news. All right, all right. Well, I will pass the message on, sir. Um, it will be up to the Sky Prince if he sees you any sooner, though. Let me just say it's a crime scene. He, at that, he kind of like looks definitely more alarmed. And he's like, right. Um, and uh, discretion and urgency are required. Thank give you. me a persuasion check. Just to see, because right now this guy is kind of indifferent to you, so. You, you're not asking him to do anything risky, but it's obviously you need. Nineteen to plus seven. Ooh. Yeah, he's like, six. He's like, he just bows. He's like, of course, Lord Elanasto, no, absolutely. And he's like, he motions over to. Um, you can see like there's another young like woman who's like filing papers, and he's just like, come, you need to watch the front desk for a second. And she's like, where's it? She's like, just watch the front desk. And then he moves to a side door and enters into the royal chambers b- before him, and just instantly goes. Um, and it doesn't take long. This will take about five ten minutes. What are those of you in the secret passage doing in that five ten minutes? I'm making sure I don't touch anything. Okay. Like I'm thinking of just trying to keep it as preserved as possible, like the way it has been left. So okay. it doesn't look like we've just been gone in there, taken a load of shit, and then okay. vanished. <laughs> Can I try and block the secret door a little bit? Uh, or from the inside or from the, the outside? Or can I lock it from the inside somehow? You don't know. There doesn't appear to be any physical locking system. Okay. Does it open outwards? It opens inwards. It opens inwards. Can I put anything in front of it to try and like barricade? So yeah, that you can could in? try and carry one of the bookshelves or the desk from the main round room up the stairs. Um, be a bit disturby though. Maybe. Maybe just stand there and look ominous. Yeah. Okay, so you're just going to kind of keep watch on the secret door in yeah. case anything comes in. Okay, and then Quill is just well, trying good. not to stay moving the, around like this. The letter mm-hmm. didn't have who sent it, did it? It did. So um, it, I did a little bit of retconning on the letter. I added some more detail because right. you did catch me off guard last time. Um, yeah, it is It is signed oh, yeah. Salvarius Aetheron. Mm-hmm. Aetheron, yeah. Yeah, Salvarius Aetheron, yeah. Yes. Um, 
Can I be like making a copy of the letter? Yeah. Um, and just trying to make as many copies yeah, of things as possible. Like. Yeah. Well, did, did you say you were going to go through the papers as well? So, or I, are you actually... so in the fight, I think one of the last things, um, one of the last things I did was grab all the papers on the desk. Sorry, I'm just sorting out a replacement mic for Reed. There you go. So you should just pop that off. Yeah. Perfect. Sorry. Yeah. So in the fight, one of the last things I did was take all the papers off the desk because I thought all the papers. Yes. I, was, I thought maybe he was going to burn them or something. Okay. Yeah. Like so that. you're holding them. So I'm holding them. So can I just start making copies, like especially mm. of this letter, just mm-hmm. in case we have to hand them away or like we need? Yeah. Evidence, you're so. you're a apprentice writer, and I'm guessing like if you're, are you trying to make exact copies or just the information, um, like kind of like. Because as a scholar, you'd be pretty good at making shorthand. Like you could copy large amounts of text very I think quickly. Probably shorthand, like yeah. not so it's like evidence, but just so we have. You have it. a record of yeah. it. Yeah. We're going through the other papers alongside the letter. The letter. The other thing you notice, by the way, is on the desk, the the envelope that the letter came in is still there, but it looks like it's been crumpled. Um, but the date mark on the letter is um, just like I would say less than twenty four hours ago. It, it arrived not long ago, which is, you begin to summarize, especially with Nova's intelligence, you've got such a, a good intelligence. Elois probably hasn't had time, he's probably just read this and hasn't figured out what to do with it yet, which is why it's still here. Otherwise, okay. you suspect that somebody of that intellect probably would have burnt it or destroyed it. Um, so alongside that, so there is the envelope. The other things you find, the other the other papers, um, <laughs> it's nothing... You kind of very quickly get a sense that the rest of the documentation here, none of it is um, damning evidence. It could be justified. So it's things such as movements of Gusthaven patrols and city watches. Just a record of like, patrol five, this time, this district. Patrol seven, this time, this district. Um, Like something that somebody who was making a schedule might keep. Uh, It's the names of city watch officers who work at the Cloud Harbor Immigration Contro- uh, Center. So basically the port of entry into Gusthaven, it's just names of city watch officers who work there. No other information, just a list of names and then where they work. Um, there we, is. Sorry, one last thing. Can I also grab the letter that we wrote for um, Lucius's father? Yeah, I'm gonna get to that. So that's sorry. in these list of papers. Sorry. Uh, so there is also a list of cargo shipments destined to arrive in Gusthaven and where they'd be coming from. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Sid. Um, There are the names of several nobles, including Severius Aetheron, and the department's businesses they have influence over. Um, And then the last thing is the letter from Kaylee's Rest addressed to Virian Elanasto from Lucius Elanasto. Thank you, Sid. No problem. Just going to fix one on the microphone. Yeah, we think it's the cable, so we're just going to try and fix that now. Um, so yeah, so that's the, the the stack of papers you find, and it's kind of it's not really in a journal. It's kind of kept in like a little desk tidy, um, like a little writing desk tidy. Yeah. And it, the letters are two separate, like they were they were separate to the other information. Okay. But that's it. Yeah, that's that's all the like actual paper evidence. Um, the other thing on the desk, actually, if you were over by the desk looking at the papers, mm-hmm. there is a spell book there as well. Can I take that, please? Yeah, sure. Do you do it subtly, or are you just taking it? How subtle can you Actually, get past yeah. twenty-two perception? Because <laughs> I, I, I don't think she'd do it sneakily. She'd just be like, "Oh." Yeah, if like, she just takes it. Well, yeah, you would see Nova like picking up this book and going. I imagine I'm just absent-mindedly just like. We don't want to touch anything, anything at all. Oh, I'll, so I'll, I'll like literally stop. Yeah, I'll just be like, "Oh, so, sorry." We don't want to make it look like we've been rifling through things after 
I've been rifling through things. Well, kind of. You, I saw you take the letter. I saw you pick up the I mean, spell yeah, word. I took them through when we were fighting because I thought he was going to burn them. I'm just making copies now just in case, you know, we have to get rid. And we want to make sure that every bit of evidence that we can yeah. give... You're right, you're right. I'm not touching the spell book. I'm not yeah, touching. So the spell book, you, you, when you picked it up, you, it, it is clearly a wizard spell book, likely Elois's personal spell book. Mm. So there are powerful spells inscribed into it and you just put it down. The other thing on the desk are the two unclaimed spheres, the metal spheres. Um, there were three. Elois grabbed one, tried to activate it, and some sort of spell failed to happen. Mm. There are two more on the desk. Um... Okay. Which we'll call spell globes for now. Spell globes. Spell globes. What about these things? They look cool. They look like they could be a fireball. Well... The other ones, well, that one wasn't, but... The one that Elois used didn't work. We don't want to tinker with them in case they do work. Leave it for now. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Uh, it doesn't take long for Lucius and Sentry, as you guys are... Waiting. It's minutes um, after you kind of speak to the the attendant, the valet at the front. Um, minutes, Aradan himself steps out um, and he looks to you. He kind of catches your eyes and licks and looks extremely serious. Um, we're just gonna have to get a radio <laughs> mic for Re. God, goodness me, having real mic problems today. Um, he looks very seriously at you, then turns to the kind of people who are waiting, and several of them get up as if like, oh, it's my turn to speak with the Sky Prince. And he's just like, I'm so sorry, everyone. Um, I'm afraid that something urgent has uh, taken place. I'm, I'm not sure how long I'll be gone for. Um, you're more than welcome to leave your names uh, with my staff here, and I, I will endeavor to return, your, return to speak with you as soon as I can. Uh, and there's some grumblings and some murmurings. You kind of hear like an old crotchety elf like, I've been waiting here all morning. I can't believe this. Um, and then some of the others kind of turn and are like, oh, very well. Um, but Aaron makes his way quietly over to the two of you. Lucius, what is this about a crime scene? Can we speak in private? Are we in a yes. safe place? Do you wish to speak in my office or should we begin Please. making our way? Uh, we could make our way. Should I, I, I'm, and he kind of forgets himself. He kind of is about to ask your advice or permission, and then he kind of stops for a moment. He's like, "Uh, um, would you fetch Captain Valera for me, please? And the valet is like, of course, Sky Prince, of course. Um, Wait here. And he runs off, and he runs, like he starts pelting it down the (laughs) corridors. Um, I feel it best if I bring the captain with us, if this is indeed a crime scene. Yes, of course. Um, I don't fear that there's any immediate threat We've dealt with a big threat that we never thought was. Right. Still, I, I would feel more comfortable with Valera here as the captain of the guard. Absolutely, yes. Of course. Um, <clears throat> and he kind of, you see him, he's like, while we wait, just give me a moment. I'm going to try and settle a few unhappy faces. Aradan. Yes. You may also want to find somebody with the capabilities of getting the truth out of people because it may be completely unbelievable what you're about to see and hear. Give me another persuasion check, actually. 14 plus 7, so... Yeah, yeah you're a persuasive guy. Uh, he kind of looks, he's like... All right. Um, yes, he's like, well, we'll we'll stop by... We'll we'll have to make a detour. I'll have to send someone to go to the Church of Siaska. Um, it shouldn't take too long, but we'll just have to make a brief detour. Uh, once so Villa arrives. I'm sorry for... I'm, I'm, I'm sure as long as you've acted in the interests of Gusthaven, I'm sure that there's nothing to apologize for. Um, 
And I'm sure if Ella was involved, I'm sure that he would have made absolutely every effort to make sure that the city was protected. Um, and he, but then he turns and he goes to the other people sat around and he's like, I'm so sorry, uh, Lord Vesselar. Yes, I'm so sorry. I know that you've been waiting all morning. Please, please understand it's emergency. So sorry, A. Plumbus. Yeah, he's just <laughs> shaking hands and kissing babies and stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to give Sid as much time as I can to fix this mic because I know Rhiannon wants to talk. Yeah. So I'm like, no, no, no. It's like, I was just like, how long can I draw this out for? Got like an aerial situation where yeah. it's like can't speak in human around yeah. in the land. <laughs> <laughs> Must communicate with forks. Uh, wouldn't you think my collection's complete with this dead high elf mage? Oof. Um, big yikes. Jeez. Big yikes. Um, so yeah, it doesn't. Uh, there is perhaps another sort of like five, ten minutes maybe until Valera, along with a squire, arrives, um, middle-aged elven woman, um, dressed in full plate in the livery, the blue and silver livery of Gusthaven. She arrives, nods curtly to Lucius and to Sentry, and then, Sky Prince, you called for me, Your Majesty? He's like, yes, Captain, please escort me and Lord Elanesto and uh, Guardian Sentry here. Um, lead the way, Lucius. Um, Please, uh, yes, to the library. Yes. Um, as you begin making your way downstairs, he catches another attendant and is like, "Please go and seek out High Priestess Illyris. Um, have her send one of her more com- one of her more trustworthy priests uh, to find uh, us." Where are we going, Lucius? To the library. To the library. Please send them directly there. Uh, they have my authority to travel. What is? It? And he like looks around, and you know the corridors. There are people, but he kind of leans into the two of you. Um, there aren't. You're kind of walking, so anybody would need to be following you to listen along. You're not going to be overheard unless somebody is like literally following right behind you. What is this about, Lucius? What's happened? Um, we were scouting for. Yes, you mentioned you were going to go check the library to see if it matched your friend's visions. Yes, and they absolutely did. Um, we found a here secret uh, door located in the library. What? It was uh, protected by abjuration magic. Elois helped us get inside. Yes, well, that's his specialty in magic, yes. Yes, and coincidentally, that was also the same magic on the door. And as we entered, there were more things with abjuration magic preventing us from entering the room, but it was... Oh, I mean, it must be some sort of... Some sort of vault or safekeeping that Elois had for something. And uh, yes, are you saying you were attacked there? What yes, happened? we were attacked, and by the most unlikeliest of people. It was Elois himself who turned against us. And as you kind of say that, he just stops, like in the corridor. He's like, "This is no time for jokes, Lucius. That's not possible." That's why I requested some magic in order to get the truth out of us. He like looks. He's like. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, Elois, Elois will be able to answer us this, yes? And you can see Captain Valera is kind of looming behind the Sky Prince, sensing his unease. Unfortunately not, no. Uh, it was very brutal combat. He summoned uh, a golem made of metal to fight and protect him. And no, 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 this isn't possible. He wanted us all dead, especially me. <laughs> I, I, then it, it couldn't have been really him. It, it's some sort of creature or someone in his form or something. It, it, we, this can't be possible. The, man, the man's helped raise me. No. This, yes, Sentry, please. That's okay, I know it's unbelievable, but 
it happened and we couldn't believe it ourselves. We tried, we tried our best, but he fell. All the evidence is in this secret room. Um, there's lots of papers and documents with reference and instructions from someone with a, a name that you'll have to read for yourself. You may understand it. I, I, and you, Valera puts a hand on the Sky Prince's shoulder. Your Majesty, we should go and investigate this. Regardless of your feelings on the matter, we won't know more until we see it for ourselves. Yes, Captain, yes. Carry on. And he just kind of drifts quietly and just can't quite look at the two of you and sort of just starts looking at his feet and just follows. Um, but the captain looks very sternly at you both and is like, I suggest you take us there immediately. We okay. need to get to the bottom of this. That's our intention. She just gestures and you carry on. It's not long before the three of you in the room begin to hear the opening of doors and armoured feet um, as bodies approach the secret entranceway. Uh, Lucius, do you lead them to where the secret door is? Mm -hmm. You see the wall, it's closed. The door's been, the secret door's been shut. Um, but the wall itself... Literally say that, yes, it's, it's all here. Members of my party are inside, keeping it safe. Yeah, those of you who are on the outside do hear this muffled. Um, so uh, I'll probably knock. Yeah, you hello? can... Hello? Kind of it's Lucius. Um, we have the Sky Prince here. Oh, good. Perfect. I'll open the door. We should probably all stand to the sides. You kind of have to pull it, and Ayla, you kind of have to, like, dig your nails into, like, this part thing and, like, pull, and it's really hard to open from this side. Like, you're actually really having to strain. Normally, this door seems like it's opened by other means. It doesn't look like it's opened manually. I just want to say, Prince Aradan, if you think this is some sort of ruse to get you into a secret room, maybe I could... When that, when you say that, his eye, like, he, he clearly hadn't even thought of that. Um, but Valera had, and she's just like, do not worry, Lord Elanesto. Um, and you can see that as you've been walking at the door to the library, there are now 12 royal guards outside the library. Um, but she, you didn't even notice her signaling them. But as you were making your way down, more and more kind of filtered in and are now blo blocking the only way out of the room. I strongly suggest we all disarm ourselves to show good intention and good faith. She nods to that. Like, you see Valera kind of nod her head. Put your weapons down on the ground and slide them out here. I'll have my men hold them for the time being. I take my focus off. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. Take my she, shield and axe. Yep. Uh, she gestures and a couple of the royal guards come in and they begin taking you two. The, the other three they've not really seen. They see Ayla at the top of the stairs leaning down. Um, and she I looks put my you. hammer on the ground beside me. Okay. Uh, when you do that, Valera like steps forward and touches it and pulls it away from you and hands it to one of her guards um, and says, all right, uh, do we need to be aware of anything? Um, I believe all the abjuration traps have been disarmed. Disarmed. Everything should be clear. Do you want us out or...? I think that that... And Prince Aradan is like, you'll likely have to do some explaining. Um, please just comply with uh, Lucius's idea and Valera's request. Relinquish your weapons, if you would, please. I guess my pistol. Mm -hmm. Anything you have that could look like a weapon. So if you carry anything else, I don't know if... I don't even know if I Will have, does. I've got a yeah. staff. Yeah, but so probably I'll that. Get rid of that as well. You probably hand that over in the Thunderstone pistol. Yeah. Uh, then they obviously look at Nova. Can I just gently hand Tiangong over? Mm -hmm. like, yeah, Valera will take it, and she. she yeah. 
she's not dismissive of it, but she doesn't hold it in the same reverence. She's just like, mm, takes the dagger, passes it to somebody else, um, not thinking it more than a weapon. Yeah. Uh, and then you are left alone. The guards remain. Valera is confident enough that she is with the Sky Prince. You also know the Sky Prince is carrying his greatsword. Like, he has it sheathed on his back, um, and it's a very elegant, beautiful-looking magical weapon. Um, and he's he, not with Elois. Uh, well, you begin making your way downstairs, and as soon as you step in down the stairs, he sees the body. Um, Prince Aradan looks down, and it, it just takes moments for him to kind of process what he's seeing. Valera looks to the rest of you and is like, right, um, before the priest arrives, I would recommend that none of you say anything. I am going to remain here with the prince whilst he investigates. Once the priest arrives, we'll conduct interviews in small groups of you. Uh, if I could have two of you waiting outside and the three of you accompany us, I would suggest those who have the most knowledge of what transpired remain here for the time being. And then she gestures to the, you guys to sort yourselves out. She wants to split you up into two, two halves. Okay. Well, we were all present yeah. and uh, aware of what happened. Uh, I should probably stay and be interviewed first. I've literally manhandled some of the evidence. Are we being listened to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we do She's it? She's like right in front of you. You can use the messenger, messenger. bands. Yep. Like, yeah. I'll use the messenger thing. I don't know who to trust anymore. What have we been split off to make it can easy? We, one, one group takes entry, one group takes me. Yes, I think. Strategize in terms of combat. Yeah, we don't know anything about those funds that Aradan's been receiving either. Exactly. Valera um, <clears throat> coughs, because you're all communicating telepathically, but there is this long silence yeah. of I guess nothing. Openly, I'll say, I mean, I had the vision, but I'm not sure how believable that is. It's your word, isn't it? So Zone of truth with vision. Yeah, the truth. Yeah. This is simply, I wish to split you up so that your stories will be compared. I'll be quite frank with you. I intend to compare your stories once both the castings have transpired. Okay. Um, I, Nova, if you stay, and Sentry. Okay. And then us three, Lucius and Ayla. All right. Okay. That so works. she splits you off. So um, three of you are led outside, and then two of you remain with Valera. Aridan kind of steps up, and you can see that he like there are tears down his cheeks. Like he, he's visibly upset by the death of this person that was obviously very close to him. Um, but he also looks at the golem creature strangely, and he looks around. He sees the body of Smeek, this frozen goblin as well. Um, <clears throat> very well, Captain. If you would conduct your investigation, I will just simply be here to observe, if you don't mind. And she's like, "Of course, Your Majesty." Uh, and at that point, the guards are like, uh, Your Majesty, the priest that you requested has arrived, um, and a very humble-looking human man, actually. Um, young, bespectacled, kind of floppy brown hair, kind of cut into loose curtains with a ponytail, uh, kind of shuffles in. Um, he wears the, the robes, the white and black robes of Siaskin priests, um, and he carries with him a little kind of like book um, and a small pendulum with a silver star hanging from it. Uh, your Majesty, uh, my name is Thomas. You requested a priest from Lady Elris. Yes, yes, thank you, stars. Uh, thank you, priest. Um, do you know the ritual of Zone of Truth? I do, Your Majesty, yes. I have it prepared for uh, ju- judicial reasons, for helping with 
Investigations. He's like, excellent. Captain Valera, very well. Thomas, I would require your assistance with me. Uh, your Majesty, if you wait with the other guards and the remaining group outside, of course. He moves with the rest of you. So, who is going to be down in the, the the scene of the crime? I guess me and... You and Sentry? Yeah. Uh, or did you want to have it yeah, quote? Nova just, it's Nova and Sentry. Are and down in the thing, and then the three of you are upstairs in the like, main library. So yeah. imagine you've got like the secret room and then the main library, and you're being split. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, those two in the, um, down okay. in the room, and okay. then us three at the top. Okay. Uh, the, cool. Before we begin, um, Captain, I just want to say I touched some of the evidence during the fight. I thought he was going to try and burn the evidence, so I took it from his table and put it in my pockets. She and just I, holds up her hand. I'll ask these questions when the enchantment is complete. I just wanted to tell I, you beforehand. Right now, I have no reason to believe you, Agnesi. Oh, yeah, yes, I just wanted to... You'll, you'll find out I'm telling the truth in a moment. I will. There's no need to say anything now. And she very stoically leads you downstairs. And then it begins examining the scene. She looks around. Um, she Did you leave the papers on the desk? You did. You looked through uh, them. Yeah, I, copy, I think I would have taken them back out of my bags and then made copies and put them back. Okay. You see her go around with her squire and she begins making notes in a small like little notebook um, and begins kind of making notes about where things are and things like that. She leafs through the papers but doesn't really you know go into them in detail um she kind of passes them to a squire who runs them upstairs um and then she turns and she's like thomas step forward the priest is like ah your names please i'm sentry sentry and i'm nova vija nova vija um i apologize that this is a, a little formalized speech but it is something that we must do uh, I am about to perform a small ritual which will enforce you to tell the truth. Do you understand this? Understand. Yeah. Uh, please understand that you are perfectly, that if you try to resist the effects of this spell, or if you refuse to any questions that are asked of you whilst it is in duration, these will be seen as admissions of guilt or of suspected activity. Do you understand? Understand. Yes. <clears throat> uh, uh, if further questions are required, you will be hereby placed under suspicion of arrest. This is not to determine that you are guilty, rather that an investigation must be continued. Do you understand? Understand. Yes. Very well. I'm going to perform the ritual now. Please be aware that I will know if you resist its effects. And he nods, um, and then he begins swinging the pendulum back and forward, and he begins chanting in a low, deep baritone. Uh, that kind of fills the space, um, and then you feel this wash. Uh, you would normally have to make a wisdom saving throw, but you can choose to fail it. Um, what do you do? Fail it. Truth. Yeah. So you voluntarily fail the spell. Fail it. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. I do nothing. Okay. Uh, zone of truth, magical zone, a fifteen foot radius. So you're basically he instructs you to stand in the center of the room. Oh, it's a charisma saving throw anyway, but you you basically choose to uh, think it. Right, whilst uh, on a failed save, a creature can't speak a deliberate lie. Um, you are aware of the spell, um, and you can avoid answering questions if you wish. Uh, but as has been legally explained to you, that is kind of seen as a well, they're lying or they've got something <laughs> to hide. Yeah. Um, Valera kind of instantly switches on um, and looks directly. She kind of eyes the two of you up. Guardian Sentry, in your own words, what happened in this room? Okay, so uh, we were led down here. We weren't led down here, but we found the room and we descended in. Um, Elois was at the back of the group. And as we got down into the central chamber, uh, he began attacking 
And so we had no choice. He was, his intent was to kill. He activated a guardian, this iron golem robot, and was attacking us. And we did our best to defend ourselves, tried to apprehend him, but it was too much. How did fell. you try to apprehend him? Yeah, we tried to make him unconscious, so then he would still be alive, so we could... Why is he dead now, Guardian? Because... We, he bled out. He wouldn't stop. But you tried to render him unconscious. We tried to render him unconscious. That was our intention, yes. So why was he it was so injured to the point of that he was, his life slipped away? What exactly occurred to cause this situation? I have a dead man. Yes. I appreciate that you are so far telling the truth. You tried to apprehend him. He attacked yes. you. You acted in self-defense. But still I have a man dead. We did too much damage. He wouldn't stop. It's not a deliberate lie, but I think she kind of gets the impression that it's not the whole truth. Let's find out. Make a... It's not really a deception check. Make a persuasion check for me, Sentry. Fourteen. Okay. She kind of says, like, thank you. Nova Vija. Yeah, yes. Sar, yes? Yes, ma'am. What? How exactly did Elois attack you? Uh, he used spells. The first spell he used was a, a, a cone of frost, I believe. You can see our companion Smeek um, fell to that. Um, and then he, he was just using spells and he was using the shield guardian. And oh, he tried to use one of those spheres on the table there. I think they're, they're similar to that, that firebomb that got us at Nani Ophir's um, flat. Did you see him use one of these spheres? He tried to, but it didn't do anything and he cursed. Why did he attack you specifically? Why here? Lucius went on ahead and he started reading the notes on the table and the letters. And in one of the letters, it was directly addressed to him and it had the name Elois on it. And when he saw Lucius read the letter, that's, he, when, he attacked. that's when he attacked. Mm. She looks over her notes. As Markeems looks at his notes. <laughs> you may speak freely. Um, I think Sentry doesn't remember quite correctly, but the reason he died is because when he was knocked unconscious, the Shield Guardian tried to get him out of here. And when the Shield Guardian went past Ayla, she launched an attack, and it went. It hit Elois as well. We didn't mean for him to die. Ayla is your Wild Elf companion. Yes. She only meant to, to stop the guardian, the, the, the golem. Hmm. Interesting. She leans in and she gestures for the priest to kind of step back a little bit. Until you came down into this room, did either of you have any suspicions that Elois was involved in these matters? No, I had none. Has, did Elois mention anything to you of other nobles or anybody within Gale Crown that may have been connected to or involved in this matter? Believe not, no. This matter as in... As in the death of the Alanastos, the faked Lucius death, these wind barons. Gotta be super honest, right? You don't have to answer the question. You just can't deliberately lie. You can't tell a, a, a in, intended lie. 
When we spoke to him outside of this room, he told us something about the Sky Prince. I think he was trying to get our trust. What did he tell you? I can't tell you that. She narrows her eyes and folds her arms. I just want to say, because I don't understand the politics of this place, I don't no, know... Vija. This is a very serious matter. He's a prince and I don't know whether or not to... I am the captain of the guard in this palace. It is my duty to look after the Sky Prince, to protect him from both threats, but also from his own actions. If you think that he is somehow connected to anything Elois was up to, you need to tell me now. I don't know if he is intentionally connected. What happened was we were trying badly to test if Elois would was trustworthy. Mm. We were going to cast Zone of Truth on him. Mm. When Quill asked for his permission, he got upset. Mm. And I think he told us this to try and gain our trust. Then perhaps it is a mistruth, but I need to know what he told you. He told us that the Prince was receiving investment from outside of Gusthaven and using it to fund public projects. And that Anastasia knew about it? Anastasia McGrona? Yes. I don't know if it's true because obviously, look what, <laughs> look where we ended up. Indeed. All right. For the time being, you are being placed under suspicion of murder. This is not an accusation of guilt. This is to enable this investigation to continue. I am satisfied with your answers. I am satisfied that this spell has compelled you to tell the truth. However, as with all matters, magic does not solve all problems. Whilst you are telling the truth, there are enchantments that can change memories. There are illusionary magics that can make you think things happened a certain way. We do not know exactly. That is why this will be a multi-stepped process. Can I say one more thing? Speak freely. There's a letter on the table I think you need to read. It involves um, a person called Salvarius Aetherthon. Salvarius Aetheron. And it talks about, um, it talks about killing Lucius and killing Lucius's family. Mm. She nods and leans in. I say this because I do trust you. I have been subjected to a lot of persecutions in my time. I am common-born here in Gusthaven, and I have met a lot of resistance. The Sky Prince and many of the other nobles are blinded by their loyalty to a lot of each other. I know Elois to be a dangerous man. He's threatened me before, as has Salvarius Aetheron, as have the Magronas. I will do my best to ensure that you do not suffer for their crimes. Who is involved in this will likely be greater than just Elois alone. I suggest you are very careful but I will do my best to protect you. Thank you. She nods um, and leads you up into the room. Uh, the rest of you, you see Nova and Sentry led up. Um, Valera moves over to her guards. Two of her guards speaks to them, and then they move over to Sentry and Nova with, with manacles and manacle their hands and begin leading them away. Where are they going? 
They are being held. They will be held in the palace dungeons while the investigation is being continued. The three of you, can you please come down into the room below? Could it not be quicker to just put manacles on us and lead us with them? We're nope. going to have the same story. Well, we will find out, will we not, Wild Elf? Please, this way. Can I shoot a quick message to the team before we yeah, go? Yeah, I mean, they don't know yeah. that you can yeah. t- communicate telepathically. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's somewhat pointless because they don't know that you can do that. But yeah, you can still talk to each other. I'm just going to say, it's okay, we're under suspicion, not accused of... Um, just while this investigation goes on, just tell the truth as best you can. Okay. Uh, the guards kind of lead you away, and um, Valera goes over to Aridan and points at the papers he's now like holding and reading, and like he hands them over and she begins reading through them, stops at one, reads for some time, reads it through, passes it back to the Sky Prince, nods, whispers to him, and then they begin making their way back. Um, the guards lead you down deliberately past Eloise's body, which has not been touched right now, down into the center of the room where you see the same priest, the little scrappily, you know, little ponytailed head, little priest. He nods. Valera emerges. She does come with an extra guard this time. Uh, one other guard is with her, um, and she nods to the priest who turns and is like, ah, may I please have your names, um, if you do not mind. Um, Lord Alanasto, obviously, but if you wouldn't mind stating your official name. Lucius Viren Elowen Elanaster. Thank you, my lord. Uh, you, madam? Ayla. Just Ayla? Just Ayla. Thank you. And you, sir? Kilak Adkalar, would you not Kielik prefer Adkalar. to ask this after you cast a spell? This is merely just a... This is actually just manners, Mr. Kilak. Okay. Uh, just so I know whom I'm addressing. Um, <clears throat> uh, I have some... I need to read something to you or, or let you know of your standing, as it were, before I cast this spell. Um... I am about to cast a Zone of Truth enchantment on you. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. The purpose of this enchantment is to prevent you from engaging in deception. You will be unable to lie whilst under its effects. Do you understand? Yes. Yes. Will you be resisting this spell? Uh, I will not. Um, my next question. You understand that uh, whilst you will be able to refuse answering questions or resisting its effects, to do so will indicate guilt or additional knowledge that... Uh, maybe used against you in the court of law. Do you understand? Okay. Yes. Is everyone present here resisting uh, or, or willing with the spell? He kind of like looks a bit flustered. He's like, um, well, currently you are the three being investigated, uh, Lord Elanesto. Uh, that is all I. That is who I will be monitoring. He kind of nervously glances back at Valera and the guard, and Valera is looking at you like kind of picking up that you're intending to mean her I'm guessing well that's what she thinks anyway she's like she's like I will be in I will be in the zone of the effect Lord Elanesto if that is what you are implying please I think everyone involved needs to tell the truth I'm more than happy for that to be the case um, Thomas continue I will not be resisting the effect I do a um, messenger thing I yeah. say Quill do you want to cast Zone of Truth at the same time uh it is very, very visible. He can't yeah. do it secretly. He has to go, blah, 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 zone of truth. <laughs> so yeah. they would know that he's cast it. So I won't... But anyone that's in like a 15-foot sphere or... Yeah, yeah, it affects everybody within a 15-foot sphere. But I won't know if they've That's the only thing. It's none of you will not. know if they've succeeded oh, or not. Okay. Right. Um, but Thomas kind of looks like, can I continue now? And Valera nods. Uh, he's like, ah, very well. Um, I'm going to begin the casting uh, now, if you don't mind. Uh, he brings up the book and again 
begins swinging the pendulum, speaking in this deep baritone prayer, uh, and then you feel this kind of pulse of energy. Do any of you resist the spell? No. No. Okay. <laughs> so in that case, yeah, you cannot deliberately lie whilst in the radius, um, and Thomas knows uh, if anybody does resist. In-game Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, in-game Thomas. Different Thomas. Um, there is a pulse. You see it does encapsulate Valera and the other guard, um, and he just kind of nods. And Valera turns and says, please answer my questions as swiftly as possible. Ayla, is it? Yes. Who wasn't here last week and knows nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm asking. What was your understanding, what was your impression of Elois before you arrived here today? I thought he seemed like a really nice guy. You had no reason to suspect that he had harbored any ill will towards you and your companions? No. You did not have any previous history? You did not know the man before you arrived here? Nope. Hmm. Mr. Quillek, I believe? Quillek. Quillek. My apologies. Got it. Would you mind... Please tell me what happened here, in your own words. Starting from... Your arrival, I guess. We arrived at the palace to meet with Prince Aradan, who was to inform us on further updates of Lucius's family. Mm-hmm. Prior to this, when we were attacked at Nanny Norfia's house with a bomb, I, my eye is a gift from Hesper that allows me to see things, provided I ask the right questions. I was asked, I asked to find out who sent the people to attack us at Nanny Norfia's. What I saw was this room with a masked figure, an iron staff, and his voice changed, uh, sending them to attack us, to kill Lucius. When you say this staff, what do you mean by that? I mean the staff on the ground. Uh, it's actually mounted oh. on, the, on the wall, but you point to the, yeah. the iron staff that is above. That's the staff I saw in the vision, and this room. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why we came to investigate the rest of the palace. I wanted to see if the library was the one that I saw. And you found this secret chamber through these visions, or how did you find this chamber? The, from what I saw, this secret passage is extremely well hidden. How Elois, did you have knowledge of it? Elois was luring us around, uh, well, not luring us, he was guiding us through the library, and... I noticed that this wall was totally bare compared to the rest of the library. Uh, And also I saw some small gaps. You must have exceedingly good eyesight. None of, neither me, my guards, nor the prince have known about this secret passage and we've moved through these hallways very regularly. I'm an Arakokra messenger. Hmm. So, you entered these, this chamber. Continue, what happened then? You found a secret passage, what then? There were traps, uh, abjuration magic, uh, throughout the place. I could see them because I was detecting magic, um, which we tried to navigate as best we can. Um, Elois was at the back. We managed to get Lucius into the main room here to investigate what he could, and he started reading a letter, shouted Elois's name, and then we were hit by a frost. Mm. Killed the goblin. Well. Goblin's very dead. Mm. Lucius, 
What is your relation with Elois? I've known him, thanks to my family, my whole life. He's been a good mentor to my father and to me, and for matters of business and politics that I don't really know much about, but he's always been that person that seems to know and be knowledgeable and give us guidance and advice. Much so like you had that. regular contact with him prior to these events? As regular as business meetings and functions that are held at my estate. Mm. Why did you leave Gusthaven in the first place? Oh, that was uh, a first mission sent by my father because I wanted to be helpful. I wanted to prove right by him. And he sent me on an errand of trade on an airship. Hmm. The airship crashed, as we're led to believe, and this is where you met these companions, yes? Absolutely. How is this relevant to... Because I've read the letters that you sent from Kaylee's Rest, and obviously this contradicts the information we received about your death. It's all connected. We were attacked on the airship by the Court of Shadow, mm -hmm. hence why the airship crashed itself. Mm -hmm. Everyone else was present on the airship for different matters. Um, and these companions have accompanied you since then to here? Since then to here. Mm. Dead and alive. Mm. Did you have any reason to suspect Elois? Did you have any, any inclination that he may be involved in what happened to your family? Unfortunately, due to my connection to Elois and my deepest trust in him was also part of his deflection on getting Quill to stop the Zone of Truth. I reinforced his point by saying that I've known him my whole life. So you, you trusted him and you had no reason to believe that he was involved? And I felt it extremely disrespectful that Quill was doing such a thing mm. to Elois. So I, in part, helped him. Mm. And when he attacked you, and he doesn't address this, he's kind of addressing all three of you, when he attacked you, you defended yourselves, correct? Yes. As best we could. Mm. To, to his death? Ayla attempted to restrain him, uh, but that wasn't... Ayla him. attempted to restrain him. Yes. Um, he had a guardian that attacked us as well. Not a guardian, a mm. golem thing. Um, but every attempt that we made to... You are a priest of Hesper, are you not? Yes. This means you can channel Hesper's magic, yes? Yes. So were you the one who killed him with the lightning bolt? No, no, that wasn't me that killed who, him. Who did? That who was the one that delivered the final blow? Me. She just nods. This was in an attempt to stop the golem from escaping with Eloise. Uh It was an unintended side effect of the attack. My so, attacks with my hammer, I also have some kind of magic with lightning, which has a wider area. He got in that area. I want to point out that I understand where your line of investigation is going and that you're looking for race to be a key part in Ayla dealing the killing blow. She, she smirks. She smirks a little bit. She's just like, Lord Elanasto, my family were gutter elves. I actually grew up in the chains. I was raised up, fought. I have no racial discrepancies against anyone of Gusthaven. In 
In fact, I feel often I have more in common with folks such as the wild elves than many high elves these days. I can assure you I have no racial prejudices. My interest was to confirm stories. As an investigator, sometimes I must ask one question when I'm really asking another. I was ensuring that what I had been told by your previous companions was correct, and that you were not trying to protect somebody else. And she smiles. And your intention is to protect Gusthaven, is it not? My duty is officially to protect the royal family. And unofficially? My personal code of ethics is to protect the people of Gusthaven. However, I believe that Prince Aradan is a just man, and the reason that I serve him is because I think feel he shares this. She gestures to the guards and Thomas to step back, and then leans in for the three of you. Outside of Elois, is there anybody else you suspect of being involved in this? Uh, Salvarius Aetheron. Anyone else? Um, there could be corrupt nobles. But that is all assumption. I'm asking for your personal opinions. Anastasia uh, Magrona, uh, one of the letters states that she is just a patsy. So, could be investigated, but it will probably lead to nothing. I suspect everybody at this point, because I don't trust anyone anymore. And why would he? It's understandable in your position, Lord Elanaster. But I can promise you that you do have people that will be doing their best to get to the bottom of things. Can I ask you a question? She looks around, nods. I feel that that, you, you have, you deserve that at least. When was the last time you saw my estate? Your estate, on the night of the explosion. Okay. When I was sent to investigate it. Thank you. Are you beginning to suspect me, Lord Elanasto? No, I just had assumptions. She smiles. I am convinced by what you've said. And she looks to Thomas, who nods. She's like, you have not lied. But, as I explained to your friends, these things are not as clear-cut as one spell proves innocence. There are ways to modify memory. There are illusions that can make you think one thing when reality is another. Things will need to be investigated further. We'll hold you for a few days while we investigate things. However... My intent is to make sure you ask, you go free. Is there anybody else that you know that can collaborate that any of these matters, not necessarily the death of Elois, but your investigations, anything else that can prove that there was something else going on or that who has more information? Is there anybody like that? Um, Adela Venethor... Uh, is the mage who apparently scried Lucius's death but vanished. That's the one who's missing. We have reports that she went down into the chains. Do you think that she may be... She's obviously connected to these matters. If she's the one that apparently saw Lucius's death, then she's clearly lying. And she's working with someone, whoever it was. Well, clearly. She's been difficult to track down, but I will redouble our efforts. Do you have anyone you know that could assist in this? Because my fear is that there are people within the Royal Guard who cannot be trusted. Uh, we have... I can send word to them. I can request them that they find this woman for you on your behalf. I mean, we've called a few more people from the airship crew that we're forming. Um, you could send word to them if you wish. 
could uh, Orion. With a nanny? Do we know where she is? You could just say like. Can I communicate with Lucius? Um, tell, yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell, can, yeah. Do that one if you guys want. Yeah. I could just say, do you want your nanny to be involved in this? Could she help? I don't think so. Uh, as much as you know, she would probably benefit. I also feel like her discretion is uh, important to her. Okay. I wouldn't say anything. Okay. Else. So you just, you just like, she's like, all right. I can't promise anything. You will need to be. You'll be placed under suspicion. Whilst this is formally concluded as an investigation, I will also need to speak with the Sky Prince. He was very close with Elois. Like Lucius, he was raised by him. When his father died, he provided much maternal, uh, parental assistance. This will be difficult for him. But I see no reason to believe that you are lying. This simply depends on if there is something greater at play. She kind of steps back, and the guard steps forward, and she's like, you will be formally placed on suspicion of murder. I wish to reiterate, this is not an accusation of guilt. This is simply to continue the investigation. We will have private cells prepared for you, where you will wait for a few days. My hope is that then we can move you to a suite for the remaining days of the investigation. And she just steps back as if this is what's happening. She doesn't even remotely ask your opinion. She just begins, like, heading upstairs. We're cooperating. Okay. Let's hope there's no bombs teleported into our private cells. <laughs> well, you have no weapons. Yeah. Um, as you are being led up, um, the guards come and manacle you, and Prince Aridan steps forward and looks at you, Lucius. Um, there's still a zone of truth going on. No, that was down in the thing. That's oh, we're upstairs in the room. Yeah, they've led you upstairs, okay, cool, cool, and he's cool. waiting up there. And he looks at you, and he kind of like stands as straight as he can. His eyes still a bit glistening, and he looks. And he's like, "I don't, I don't want this to be done under magic. I want you to, I want you to look at me and tell me that that this. I want you to tell me that that he was behind this. That this isn't you." That this, and you, you can see he's struggling to like come to terms with it. But he he's looking for, you know what he's looking for, really. But he he just looks directly into Lucius's eyes, like Prince Aradan. Before I got on that airship sent by my father, everything was so black and white. Now everything is grey. Elois was the greyest of them all. I thought he was very white, and he turned face. I don't know what's right anymore. I wish I could give you what you want to hear. But I'm questioning everything as much as you are. Yes. Yes. That is the that is the position of people in power. Um we will attempt to conclude this investigation as swiftly as possible. He nods and then he kind of if I could just uh, say something you know as I do there is like there is a silence like an uh, awkward like everybody just looks so I've not known Lucius as long as any of you have but the entire time that we have known him all he's done is talk about how amazing Gusthaven is and how amazing every other person in Gusthaven is and how nothing is ever wrong here and since we've gotten here there is a beat, like everybody feels their heartbeat, like Since we've gotten here, Lucius's world has been turned upside down. 
he composes himself. I can assure you, madam, Gusthaven is a great city. I have worked very hard to ensure that it is a safe, kind place. I do not know what has happened, but Lucius's arrival here has set into turn events that I cannot explain, nor am I willing to currently accept. With respect, Prince. Normally when people say that, they do not mean any respect at all. I just had disrespect myself. I don't believe that these turn of events has caused Gus Haven to flip on his head, so to put that on me is... I was not intending to put it on you, Lucius. You cannot, but until you arrived, things were as normal. You arrived, Things were as, exactly as they were. This was all going on in the underbelly. Your arrival has brought it to the surface. Which Where is what we be. want to make right. Because Gusthaven does seem like a very wonderful place. And we want that. We want the best for it. Then we are aligned. The investigation will prove that. He nods and turns, says something to Valera. Valera nods, and you are led away to the palace dungeons. Cool. And that's where we're going to take a break. <laughs> nice. Okay, oh. <laughs> Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this episode. Remember to check out D&D Beyond with the links in the episode description. You can also support the podcast on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash highrollers, giving you early access to podcast episodes and more. We'll see you on Thursday for part two of this episode where we await our fate in the palace dungeons. We'll see you then. Bye.